Take your seats for Musicals Week on Harry's Strictly Podcast 2022. I'm here to bring you my thoughts, reactions and scores to this year's Strictly. So please welcome your host, it's me, Harry. The curtain has risen for Musicals Week. What a fantastic week this was. I keep saying this every single episode, but the routines that the celebrities are producing are fantastic. Everybody this week did really, really well. And for me, there were some perfect routines. Welcome back to another episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's week 11 of the competition and all of the celebrities are wanting to get through to the final. The final we're mentioning, it's coming up. We're only uh, two weeks away from the final. We've got the semi-final next week and I've got some very exciting news about that, by the way. I'll share that throughout the episode. Yeah, musicals week this week. It was great to see a little extra to the routines. There was something else that we were looking for. We had backing dancers, which was really nice. They filled the routines and they helped the celebrities make their musical productions even better. And we had so much more performance from all the celebrities. I felt the confidence levels from each and every celebrity was a lot higher than usual. I don't know whether the character Characters that the celebrities were able to hide behind helped them explore something that they haven't explored before in their performance and routines. Definitely uh, a great night for performance and uh, hopefully it continues through to the semi-final and the final. This week we had a range of dances from a range of musicals. Molly and Carlos danced a Charleston from the musical Chicago. Helen and Gorka danced a couple's choice from the musical Cabaret. Will and Nancy danced a Foxtrot from the musical Miss Saigon. Kim and Graziano danced a Cha-Cha-Cha from the musical Fame. Hamza and Javita danced a Samba from The Lion King. And Fleur and Vito danced a quick step from the musical An American in Paris. And it is now time to talk about the musical dances. Raising the curtain on Musicals Week with a Charleston was Molly and Carlos. This was sensational. What a way to open the show. I enjoyed this routine from the start right until the end. And I just love how she performed the character of this dance. The traditional style of the Charleston was there and Molly adapted her character to it. I was so surprised throughout this routine. I didn't know what was coming up next. I could not take my eyes off what Molly was doing. The choreography was outstanding. It was jam-packed right from the start until that final section that she did at the end of the routine. And I loved how much partner work there was here, but also a great balance of outside choreography, mirroring each other side by side. That was fantastic. She had so much power in this routine to get through it. 
and it was sustained right from the start all the way till the end. She kept it up, she kept the expression, she kept the extension, and she kept the synchronicity between her and Carlos. Molly's had a tough journey on the show. She's been in and out of the dance-off, like one week she's in, one week she's out, one week she's back in. So, you know, she's doing well to continue with so much confidence. And this routine was full of confidence. I'm really proud that she was able to fight back from the, her journey, from the dance-off that she's been in uh, in previous weeks and pull out a routine like this. Her mindset must be so strong. I loved how the confidence wasn't just an expressive confidence, but it actually went into her moves. She was really able to extend all of her lines. I loved the push away that she had when she extended to the right, her body extended to the left. I loved all the head wobbles. I love to see that in a Charleston. It adds the quirkiness to it and it gave the balance of the strength with the softness that we need from a Charleston as well. And I just loved how ready she was. She was proactive in the routine. She didn't sit back. She was there, ready for Carlos. I loved how they did so much partner work and they had to grab each other's hands. And there was no fumbling around, like missing each other's hands. They were in place, they were working together. And that is very impressive. I believe this was Molly's best dance so far. And personally, I've been waiting for a dance like this from Molly, that when it finishes, I want to watch it again. I just sit there and think, wow, there is nothing more that she could have done in this routine. It was synchronized, it was confident, the choreography was off the charts, there was so much swivel that we need in a Charleston. It was there, it was light, but it had strength. Um, yeah. It was perfect. The scores are in. 10. Dancing a Lion King inspired Samba was Hamza and Javita. This was a complete spectacle of dance, performance, authenticity, and musical theatre. The opening shapes that he did with Javita and with the other professionals, the images that he created were just breathtaking. Absolutely fantastic. It was like watching The Lion King in the theatre when you get the goosebumps. I've seen The Lion King two or three times in the theatre and it's definitely my favourite musical to see in the theatre. It's just fantastic. You've got everything coming at you from all the places, all the animals. And I actually think Hamza managed to capture that essence of the Lion King in this routine. And so for musicals week, that's what we want. Now, in terms of the samba, it wasn't a traditional samba. The music was a lot slower. Having said that, I think Hamza did a fantastic job with what he was given. It was stealthy-like. It was slow. He was moving like a lion. It had momentum in certain samba figures. Then it slowed down. Then it sped up. So, I actually like seeing that in a samba because that's what brings the dynamic to the dancing. After he did his shapes with the other professionals, he got straight into some samba content, some promenade runs. They had momentum. They had great extension of the arms. He did some lock steps, which I would have liked to have seen a little cleaner. Um, 
I would have liked to have seen the legs come together a little nicer. And that was an overall kind of a thing for me. I saw him on some of his Samba walks that he was doing in shadow position with Javita, so just slightly behind Javita to uh, the, the left of her. He was trying really hard to use his feet correctly. I agree with Shirley, he's turned his feet out more than previous weeks, and we can see him working on that, which is fantastic. He's still got a little way to go, but I know it's a bit harder for Hamza to get the feet in the right place, and it's great that he's trying. I was really impressed with how he used his toes to stay grounded on the floor, let them caress the floor, and then when he was ready to transfer his weight from his back foot onto his front foot, he was lowering to a heel. So he kept his toe in contact with the floor, and that's a good thing for the Samba. He had some great content in there, the vaulters, the side cross action, he had great bounce on those, he had the hips going, he had a stationary Samba walk in the top corner of the floor, he managed to try and get the bounce on those which I saw him doing. His natural roll that he did with Javita, to me, looked a little bit floppy, uh, a little bit shriveled, I don't know how to explain it, I would have liked a it to be a little stronger. It's where they're cradling each other and moving round as one while facing each other. That's the natural role. I feel he could have had a little more strength in that. Maybe he did it to add to the emotion, the connection with his partner for Musicals Week, I understand, but I would have liked a little better structure maybe from the core in, in, in that step. He did attempt a butchicada, the faster moment that he did on his own, where he's crossing his feet behind and using the front foot to push off. Craig mentioned about his knees, that they need to point inwards a little bit. I know what he means, but he attempted it, so we'll praise him for that. He does need to be careful of counting through the routine. I don't think I saw him go off time anywhere in the routine. He had some quicks, he had some slows, he had the basic samba timing, some merengue timing, which is the faster timing where we do the, the walk, walk, and then run, run, run. He had some of that in there, but he was counting all the way through it and we need to hide that counting. I think he did well with what he was given. I just want him to work on sustaining bounce throughout the whole of the routine. I saw it on a couple of whisk actions, uh, but I wanted that throughout the whole of the routine. I felt he could have accented a little bit more, some of the ups, some of the downs, some of the pops, but a fantastic Samba. Loved the production, loved the look, and I just love watching Hamza dance. The scores are in. Eight. Dancing a cha-cha-cha from the musical Fame was Kim and Graziano. This was fun, this was colourful, and before I say what I want to say, this was timed so, so well. Kim was on the music, she was in the pockets of where we needed to be for every beat. I saw her engaging herself with the music. I felt her really enjoying this dance. And that's what she said on It Takes Two on one of her interviews. She said, if this is the last time that I dance, I'm going to go out there and enjoy it. And I'm just going to leave everything on the floor. Which I think she did quite nicely. Now, I saw really good rotation of the hips around her spine, 
She kept her upper body quite straight and still, and she isolated the lower half to twist around her spine on the box step that she did with Graziano. Quite early on in the routine, the first cha-cha figure that she did, it was awesome. There was lots and lots of natural work in this, meaning uh, natural tops, there was some Cuban breaks, there was lots of lock steps, cha-cha walks, quite um, basic cha-cha figures. And overall, in the cha-cha choreography, I feel they could have had a little more attack, just in certain places. The cha-cha does not have to be a powerful dance. It can be fluid, it can flow, but then bam, we can extend some lines and stop. I felt Kim could have done with that in this routine because for me, it was slightly back-weighted. So that's why I got the, the feeling that it was all a bit slow. If she was just to come on the balls of her feet, that would make her more proactive in the routine. It would also help with her leg action. Because she had her weight a little too far back, what was happening on some of the back steps that she did, her front foot was coming away from the floor. Now it's week 11, so me at home watching the television, I'm watching everything. I'm watching the feet, I'm watching the legs, I'm watching the performance, I'm watching everything. We don't want to see the foot coming off the floor because like we said, that means her weight's too far back. And it just means she's not grounded enough in the floor. There's not enough pressure through her feet to the floor. It's not all the time that she do it. And not every time was it as bad as another time that she's done it. But there was a couple of times where I thought, just keep that front foot on the floor. Just point the toe and keep the toe in contact with the floor. It will help with the technique. And I would also have liked to have seen a little better leg action in the New York section. They're the ones where the hands come through the center, they're facing each other, and they extend with the free arm all the way back onto a straight standing foot. Craig said he saw straight legs. I did, but not everywhere. And it's usually Craig that picks up on the straight legs. I felt she could have got that leg straighter. And again, I think that was due to weight. She could have been slightly over her feet, just a little more. Having said all of that, the freestyle bits that she did were brilliant. The groove that she had, the popping that she had, the enjoyment, the little nuances that she was doing with her arms, with her wrists, the disco feel. I loved that. And I so wish that she channeled that energy into the cha-cha bits as well. But like I said, it was colourful, it was fun, and it was timed fantastically well. For me, it wasn't the best dance of the night. It was a good try. I just would have liked better cha-cha action throughout the cha-cha figures. Not much to ask for a cha-cha. The scores are in. Seven. Will and Nancy danced a foxtrot from the musical Miss Saigon. I loved this routine for a performance reason. Will really was able to bring his acting skills to the dance floor here. And that really helped him. This was an emotive dance. The emotion didn't get stuck. It was portrayed nicely. It was calm. It was very sensitive, soft. And I liked that. I really, really liked that. I loved the the effort that they had with each other, the time that they took to really sort of care for each other in a performative way was fantastic. I loved how he was waiting for Nancy and then going into the Foxtrot's bits. I loved how he didn't rush any of the routine. He really had great attention to detail. His attention was on Nancy 
making sure she was in place. That makes a great leader. I noticed the heel turn just like the judges did. And uh, I did a little cheer when he did it because it was really quite fast, a little secretive, but, but he did it. And it didn't put him off from any of the other bits in the routine. I didn't see him do foxtrot and then think, I'm doing a heel turn. Okay, I'm doing it. Now I'm going to do it. What he did is dance into it. He did the heel turn and danced out of it. It didn't look structured at all in any way, which I was really, really impressed with. The footwork throughout the routine was fantastic. The forward on the heel was there. The rise on the toes was there. Forward on toes when we need to. And it was so precise. I loved how he knew where he was stepping in terms of his partner. He really danced with Nancy. He didn't try and dance on his own and push Nancy out the way. He really tried to dance with her. And I thought that came across fantastically well. We are now in week 11, as we know. I'm still waiting for Will to improve his posture. His bottom was sticking out a little bit. I think he was sat just slightly down into his frame, which we want to be grounded. We want bent knees. We want to push off a standing leg, as we know, we say it every week. But we still want to dance with a lot of confidence. We still want to push that chest out and stay connected at the core. So I feel he could work on that a little bit. I also want him to be careful of his shoulders. He did a standing spin with Nancy. If you watch it back, hopefully the standing spin is obvious. They're stood on the spot and they're spinning round. His shoulders were rising a little too much for me and he lost his neck. And I've said that, I think last week as well, I mentioned about his shoulders and his posture. His head positioning has got much better. And I think that's because he was in a ballroom dance this week. So he had a bit more structure to where his head should be. He was leaning out to the left. I like that. And he was looking in the right place. So I was impressed with that. Just want him to think about his shoulders. And to not hunch over Nancy at any time. Keep that vertical posture there. Stay elongated. Stay out to the left a little bit. Make sure we are connected. Our torso's tucked under. There's no bottom sticking out. It will just help the dance look much nicer. Even though it was a beautiful dance, just the in-hold bits I felt could have looked a little bit better. And talking about the in-hold bits, I would have liked to have seen a little more in-hold. It wasn't a massive routine. It did make me go, wow, but like Moxie said, it was a silent wow. Like, it was there, it wasn't in your face, um, it didn't flash, it didn't show off, it was just nice. It was emotive, it was performed incredibly well. I just wanted a little more in hold and to see a little better posture. The scores are in. Eight. Dancing a cabaret-inspired couple's choice was Helen and Gorka. This routine was iconic. Helen finally managed to pull a routine out like this. Last week, I gave Helen a 6. The week before that, I gave her a 10 in Blackpool. The level that she danced in Blackpool was phenomenal. And let me tell you, she was back at that level this week. I have never seen a couple's choice with so much confidence, so much style, so much attack, but so much class at the same time. It was such a fantastic routine and so unique to her. She kind of used the Fosse style to inspire her to add her own little elements in there. I loved how much meaning it had. I loved how much confidence it had. And I just loved how much sass it had, you know? It was 
brilliant. I could not take my eyes off what she was doing. And in the nicest way possible, I didn't watch Gorka once. I've had to re-watch the routine because I, I needed to watch them together. I just couldn't take my eyes off what Helen was doing. Everything that she did had impact. It had sh great shaping, extension, great expression, coordination between her legs, her arms, and making sure that the expression on her face changed throughout the routine. I loved the wrist action that she had when she was doing her clicks. I loved how in time she was with the piano keys at the start, the shapes that she made with the other professionals and how they produced it in that frame was fantastic. It came across so well on the camera. I loved how she was just singing along. The lifts that were in there, were fantastic. The one on Gorka's back when she got on and then they dropped into the splits was so cool. And I just loved how she waited after it. They both just looked at the camera like, yeah, we've just done that and now we're gonna carry on. She was at the center of this routine. She was the heart of the routine. The music was just running through her. The style, the expression was just all her. And I loved that. I did. Notice, when they were in line with the other professionals, the blonde professional forgot to come up. They did a little section where they were bent over each other and then came up and I thought, oh, the blonde professionals forgot to come up. But uh, we won't talk about that because Helen did manage to come up. I'm very angry this did not get a 40 because in my opinion, it was one of the best couples choices I've seen for a very long time. And it reminded me of Faye and Giovanni's couple's choice that they did in 2018. Helen did a fantastic job and she could not have done any more. The scores are in. 10. Finishing off Musicals Week with a quick step from the musical An American in Paris was Fleur and Vito. This quick step was charismatic, it was quirky, it was sassy, it had so much energy in it. She didn't just dance it, she performed it. And for Musicals Week, like I said at the start of the episode, that is what we're wanting. We're wanting to see the characters. We're wanting to see the music come alive through the characters. And I think she managed to do that very well. I loved the flirting that she had with Vito, the confidence that she had in herself. It was brilliant. And there was so much quick step content in here. She came down on the stairs, went straight into some runs, straight into some scatter chassis, some hops, some slides. I was super impressed because that requires so much control. You have got to be controlled. You've got to know where you're standing. You've got to be on the correct side of your partner, staying over to Vito's right, connected at the core, while still looking like you're having a great time in hold, even though your legs are doing so much work underneath. Speaking of her frame in hold, we could have a better line and that would just make it look a little more polished. So just lower the shoulders slightly and create a lovely line between elbow to the other elbow. Balance them out. And it's hard to do when you are moving so much 
in the quick step, there's always one of them that drops, but you've got to make sure that you're really trying to keep those straight. I love the Charleston moments that she had. There was just enough hops, the little jumps, the little hopscotch bits that she did, stepping in between her legs, opening up so that Vito could kick between her legs, and then they moved on to some pendulum swings. I loved those. It had so much character in it. Great slides as well. The way that she slid into bits, stayed controlled, extended that leg. There was a teeny, teeny, tiny foot error in the Charleston bit. I was writing as I saw it and I thought something didn't look right. Something that went slightly wrong, whether it was the timing or what, I don't know, just with one of the kicks in the Charleston bit. And I also think she could have danced a little more whilst she was stood. Um, I understand that that was there for performative reasons. I understand it was there to convey the character, but I would just like the little more, maybe just a little more involvement, even if she wasn't moving, just maybe a little bit more on her face, a little more acting wise, even though it was there, I think she could have just had a tiny bit more. I loved the section where she was by the Eiffel Tower with all the other professional dancers. To me, that looked more than just a quick step. It looked like a musical theatre production, like it needs to go to the West End and be on stage. And that's not me being dramatic. It's me saying she fitted in with the other professionals absolutely fantastically. I loved the little bit that they did towards the end of the routine, centre stage, the toe taps, tapping the toes behind the opposite leg, in hold with Vito. That added so much character and it just made me smile. It really did. It was a routine that was just so much fun to watch. I think this is one of Fleur's best routines that she's done. Not her best, I don't think. It topped Blackpool with her couple's choice, but still a fantastic quick step. And what a way to close the curtains for Musicals Week. The scores are in. Nine. Next week is the semi-final of Strictly Come Dancing 2022. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. For a couple of reasons. One, because it seems like yesterday that I was only starting planning the podcast and doing little bits for it. So I'm talking about week one dances. It's kind of crazy how fast the series is going. And two, because next week I'm heading down to London to watch the semi-final at the studio. I was there for the launch show, so I've kind of seen the celebrities right from the launch show, really nervous talking to Tess, and we saw it all on the telly, and as viewers, we've seen it adapt throughout the series as their confidence grows, and I can't wait to be in the studio next week to watch them dance. Not one, but two routines. It's gonna be incredible. Two brand new routines. Is anyone gonna crumble under the pressure of learning two routines? We'll have to wait and see. This week, I found it very easy to cast my votes. I voted for three couples, as always. I was able to do it right as the vote opened because I was so confident with who I loved this week, who I thought did a great job, and uh, who deserved my votes. So, this is who I voted for. The first couple that got my vote for a sensational dance that really surprised me. It was jam-packed with everything in there. I thought it was perfect, so of course I had to vote. But I also feel they might be in trouble this week. I've just got a feeling that the dance-off might repeat itself again for this couple, so I had to vote for them for that reason as well. And so my first vote went to Molly and Carlos. 
My second vote went to a couple that, again, has not had the smoothest journey on the show. They've been battling the dance-off a couple of weeks, but I don't feel as though they'll be there this week. I think they did a fantastic routine that was probably one of the best musical productions of the night, and so I had to vote for Fleur and Vito. And then the third and final couple that I voted for, which you can probably work out who it's going to be, with an iconic routine that will go down in Strictly history, I of course had to vote for Helen and Gorka. We only have this week and next week in terms of dance-offs. After that, we have no more dance-offs. Who do I think is going to be in the dance-off this week and at risk of missing out on the semi-final? Well, funny story. On Thursday night, I just knew who was going to be in the dance-off. As of recording this, I don't know if I'm right, but I've wrote it down and I wish you could see that I've wrote it down. I wrote it down before the show and I don't usually do that. I usually like to wait until I see the dances and until I score them to think, right, this couple didn't do very well there. That wasn't a memorable routine. How's it going to fall? This week, I just had a feeling that two couples were going to be in the dance-off and those two couples are Kim and Graziano and Molly and Carlos. Like I said, as of recording the podcast right now, I don't know whether I'm right, um, but I just have a weird feeling. Kim, of course, danced to Cha-Cha, and Graziano has not had the best experience with Cha-Chas on the show, uh, in terms of their celebrity partner. I also think Molly, she was first on on the, on the running order, so when the voting opened, she was the one that we saw furthest away from when the vote opened. So, that's who I think. Kim and Graziano and Molly and Carlos. Am I correct? We don't have to wait too long to find out the answer. We just have to wait until after this music. I'm getting quite good at this. I rightly predicted the dance-off. The first couple announced was Molly and Carlos. The second, Kim and Graziano. These two couples just ended there because they didn't get the public votes. I don't know what it is about Molly. I'm not sure why she's not getting the votes. They're just not connecting with the audience for whatever reason. Personally, for me, I thought she was one of the best dances of the night. Kim was my lowest scorer of the night with a seven, so I kind of understand why she was there. Craig and Motsi voted to save Molly. Anton saved Kim, so it went to Shirley, who decided to save Molly. Who would I have saved? Tess, it's over to you. Based on that dance-off alone, I am about to ask the name of the couple that you think deserves to stay and why. The couple with the most votes will remain in the competition, meaning the other couple is out of Strictly Come Dancing. This is it. Who are you going to save and why? I have to say, I am really surprised with how tight this dance-off was. On Saturday, Molly got a 10, Kim got a 7. So I was going into this dance-off expecting to have an easy decision. And actually, I had to really think about each dance. One couple was amazing. They were sharp, they were extensive with their moves, they were confident, and the whole routine was polished. The other couple surprised me in how much they improved. 
their leg action was a lot straighter, a lot sharper. Their involvement in the dance really improved and I felt as though that couple really fought for their place. But having said that, I have to go with the couple that for me did an overall better performance that I felt was better than the other couple. And so for that reason, I've got to save Molly and Carlos. Musicals week is over. We have finished with the musicals and now we move on to the semi-final. I can't wait to be in the studio, can't wait for the atmosphere and to see the dances live. It's going to be so exciting. That does mean I won't be able to get the podcast up on the usual time of the Sunday night. It will probably be Monday or Tuesday. Depends when I'm able to chat through the dances. We've got 10 dances next week. Who is going to crumble under the pressure? We'll have to wait and see. It's going to be interesting. We're getting closer to the final. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you did enjoy, please make sure to leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Harry Surplus. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.